Hey guys, I'm Kelly Wolf, and this is the Flow Podcast. I feel like I have to clear something up. So when people hear the word flow, they always ask me, is this a yoga class or just something that can happen when you're surfing? But this flow stands for finding love over worry. And this podcast is all about the ways that you can have more flow in your life. On the Flow Podcast, I'm going to share my wisdom as a coach, a writer, a speaker, and a mama. I want to give you all the goods so that you can start your flow journey today. All right, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Flow Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Wolf, and geez, it has been a minute. Okay. I think it's kind of ridiculous at this point to continue to announce that we're all in different versions of healing, chaos, pain, and joy. This is life. This is life. I recently saw that Brene Brown had gone on sabbatical. That sort of felt like a big flag to me as what's going on in the world and how challenging these times feel. The experts who know as much as anybody could ever know about how to manage these moments have found themselves at a standstill. As I personally continue to observe the suffering that's going on around us, I really just wanted to bring some hope on this podcast. Okay, so this is a bonus. This is a bonus today. And I want to start with one of my favorite things. I know we've talked about this before many times. This is where we put our hands over our heart and we take a deep breath and we say, from my heart to your heart, from my heart to your heart. It's kind of wild when I do this and I'm recording a podcast because this is going out to many, 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 many ears And I'm not in direct communication with somebody sitting directly across from me. But if you ever want to use this, especially if you're about to have a hard conversation or you're in a challenging moment and you put your hand over your heart and you say prior to the conversation, prior to the moment, from my heart to your heart, this will allow me to stay in the truth and it will allow me to not get pulled into illusions. We'll talk more about that later, but in particular, the illusion of our ego and the illusion of control. This is probably the thing that is most dominant in my sphere at the moment, which is the hysterical, hysterical belief that we have control, really over kind of anything (laughs) in so many ways. It's so triggering. It's so hard to wrap our heads around, and it's also funny. I don't even know how to describe the funny part, because to be fair, the funny part is extraordinarily fleeting for me. I, I only find it funny every once in a while, which is, to me, when I'm able to access that highest vibration, which is not all the time or even very much of the time sometimes. But when I can, oof. It's funny. It's actually kind of makes me giggle a little bit. It's, I, I, I keep saying this word, which is that it's adorable. It's funny and adorable 
that we think we can control things, sort of anything. But before we dive in to any of that, I want to acknowledge something that I'm guessing, totally guessing here, is that I bet a lot of you are new to this little corner of the pod world. I want to say welcome. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm so happy that you're here. And my hunch is, and this is this is actually also funny because I don't really know anything. <laughs> Let's just add that to like the whole thing. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anything. So I'm assuming if you're new here again, there I go with assumptions, but I'm assuming if you're new here that you probably either are watching the real world homecoming New Orleans, or you've heard something about it, or I don't really know. And you found yourself coming over here for curiosity, or maybe it's contempt, or I don't really know, but I want you to hear from me in this moment. However you came into this little space, and here I am in your ear pods, my voice, my heart, my heart to your heart, I want to welcome you, and I mean it. And my belief, especially in this little corner of the world that I care so deeply about and the people that are a part of it, we're a safe space, and we do that very intentionally. I am not a fan of getting into the mud for the mud's sake. Now, listen, I'm from Arkansas. I'm scrappy. I grew up having to figure things out in the woods and things like that. I can tell you what, I don't mess around when it comes to that part, but I do not care to, nor will I roll around in the mud for shenanigans. And by shenanigans, I mean ego-driven bullshit that I am not interested in. So whatever that is for you, or if that's what your desire is here, you're probably not going to find it. But I believe you didn't come here by accident. I actually don't believe there are accidents. So whatever brought you here today, I'm really glad that you're here. I hope that you'll stick around and hang out with us because I have a hunch that you might get something out of it. Because there is one thing that I know for sure, which is each and every one of us are trying to navigate these completely fucked up waters. As far as I can tell, nobody that I know, myself included, has a map. So the best that we're going to be able to do is try to lock arms and do this somehow, some way together with the one and only guidepost that can take us from here to there. And that is the power of the love that we can have. I believe in it with all of my heart and soul. Now, nobody needs a syllabus for what we have collectively experienced over the last couple of years. And not to get into the weeds, but I would even go prior to that and talk about how we had begun to drift into a very ego-dominated society and world. We got a slight correction in that department with a pandemic coupled with all of the unbelievable challenges that that has brought forth, in particular, the disparities in, especially in America, which is where I grew up and I don't currently live, but I'm about to move back to. And then most currently, what we have witnessed in terms of guns, violence in our schools, and these, I can barely talk about it, to be honest. I was going to try to talk about it, but it's really hard. <sighs> so 
I know that I am not alone as a parent and not even a parent, just as a human, at the complete horror of what we are watching with the safety of our children and how it's coming down to what I believe are asinine laws and regulations, and we can do better. We can absolutely do better. If you don't know this about me over as long as I can remember, since I was a little girl, I'm not religious. I didn't grow up in in a church. I did grow up in a family that believed in doing some kind of work to better your community. And over the years, I've had various different things that have pulled at my heart, and that's where I've put my focus and my attention. I I co-founded and ran a nonprofit for many years. I have now decided that this, and by the way, let's not discount all the other ones. There's really two, abortion rights and gun reform. I'm not sure how I'm going to completely balance those two things, but I have to say that this situation with gun reform is going to be the thing that the majority of my energy is focused on because I do not believe that we are going to change this by putting our head in the sand. But what I do believe is the reality that all the things that have shifted, especially in American culture, from civil rights to women's rights, and when I say shifted, I mean shifted, I don't mean fixed, I mean shifted, that bend towards justice. They've taken 100 plus years And I heard the best thing the other day on, I think it was on Glennon Doyle's podcast, where they said, what if 25 years into a fight, everybody said, eh, it's not worth it. Then we wouldn't get there. So, you know, what we witness sometimes is we think nobody cares or a news cycle moves on. But I am here to tell you that there are some of us, and I think there's actually a lot of us, that this time is not that time. This time, the tipping point occurred. Of course, this has always been something that I've thought about. And it's always been something that I truly, I think, was just afraid of, but didn't completely understand that I had the power to do anything about. I don't believe it I fully comprehended it until we moved from the United States to Canada. And we've been in Canada the last two years. And there was a moment, I want to say it was somewhere about maybe six months being into living in Canada. And I said to my husband, oh my God, I have not thought about guns at school. And I thought about it every day when I dropped my kids off at school. I think I'm just like every other parent who... We drop our kids off at school and we just put our heads down for a minute because it's always living in the back of our minds. So it took a little bit of separation for me to understand that there is another way to do this. We have got to change our thinking, change our point of view and fight back. And it's going to take 
in my humble opinion, the mamas and the papas to get out there and we're not going to stop. So that is my plan moving forward. And if you do follow me on Instagram, if you don't, I'm at Kelly Wolf, K-E-L-L-E-Y-W-O-L-F. You've probably seen my thoughts about this, like all of us, in that reaction and reactive state. And what you don't see and what I will continue to talk about and bring over the course of the next hundred years, (laughs) however long it takes, is anything that I am doing that I have heard about that I know to do. So the first thing that I did and can you can do today is to go to everytown.org. Everytown.org. They are a nonprofit and nonpartisan for gun reform and gun safety. I've joined them. I've asked for alerts, although since I don't have a state confirmed that I'm going to live in, although I'm getting close, guys, I'm getting close, I will be watching from afar and getting involved where I can until I get back home to the United States of America. You guys have heard me talk a lot about my my dad on here. I need to talk about my mom too. Let's do a whole episode on my mom. She's amazing. But my dad, who is an archaeologist and was the president of the American Archaeological Society, was a really interesting person to have as a parent because, I mean, this could be looked at, I guess, good or bad. It might explain some of my issues. But anytime there was something like scary or something big and I would say something to him about it, he would always kind of very, he's so, he's such a tenderhearted man. He's so loving, so kind, so thoughtful. And he would also answer with something like, well, the Aztecs would like cut your head off (laughs) in the middle of the town square. I'm like, oh, you know, he's like, if you just think of it, relatively speaking, in terms of human progress, you know, his, his interpretation of the world is that we've come a long way, meaning people would get their heads cut off for, say, like looking at somebody. And he even said that this is going to get gross, guys, so sorry. But you know the Aztec pyramids and they have kind of these like ridges that are down the side or you probably don't know. But if you do, you know what I'm talking about. They were there for blood, like to have the blood be able to pour down. I know. Okay. Anywho, moving on. Um, But his whole thing was we've always got to look at you know, how far we've come and what's possible. And he was just here this weekend for my daughter's birthday. And we were all talking about the world at large. And he basically said, yep, this is it. This is it. We're doomed. (laughs) And I went, wait, wait, what? No, hold on. Stop. That's not what you say. That's not what you say. I was waiting for some kind of, you know, people survived tundras or something. He went with, we're screwed. Okay. Now I'm not saying that to scare you, but I am saying that to say, this is where we are. That in other words, to me, some of the steadfast holders of the line are going, this is some shaky ground we're on. This is some shaky ground. And this is what it's 
feeling like for people that people are feeling pushed. They're feeling pushed to the edge of their edge of their edge. And then a little bit more. And there's this other thing that I've been paying attention to that I wanted to point out to you guys. When you, when we all witness big traumas, we tend to want to discount our own traumas. And in my work, I used to call it bartering pain. Somebody would say, well, I'm going through a divorce and my heart's breaking, but, but my child is healthy. Okay. There was always that, but, you know, something, in other words, air quotes, it could be worse. And here's my gentle reminder to you, to me, to all of us here in this moment, pain is pain, y'all. I'm going to remind you of this over and over and over again. Bartering your pain away is not going to get you into healing. It's essentially going to take that pain and throw it back up in the queue, the line of your soul, and just let it wait. So think of whatever pain you're experiencing, whatever hurt you're feeling, by bartering it away or deciding that it isn't worth time, energy, and effort, you're literally putting it somewhere Okay, it's still there, still in your closet collecting dust. You're going to have to deal with it at some point. So what I feel is that, of course, yes, things could be worse. Things could be harder. That's a, that is true in almost every human's scenario. Not every, but most. You have the right to feel what you feel if you don't have anybody to talk to about it, write it down. Do the best that you can to get it out of your own body. Don't let it fester in your own body. If you can afford it or have access to it, maybe it's time to talk to somebody about it. Maybe you can talk to a friend. There is great power in taking it out of your being and placing it somewhere else for now, putting some love on it, and then you can get to the work. And by the work, I mean those other things. This is what I talk about in the circles of service, which is if we do not tend to ourselves, it will be virtually impossible for us to have the bandwidth to do the work, the hundred year work. I know that we've got to sit with that one for a minute. If the big point and the big point is, I believe that we all come together to do that bigger work, The only way we can do it is if we're tending to ourselves first. And tending to ourselves first means listening to our inner voice, honoring that voice and doing what needs to be done to take care of ourselves so that we then have the strength and the bandwidth to do the bigger things. That's what I'm talking about. And then all the while, knowing deep in our hearts that we can't control anything except for how we show up and how we choose to perceive the world. The choice will always remain that we can choose fear or love. That's it. So through all these experiences and all of this confusion, and I'll even say all of this this pain, As real as it might seem, most of these things are really an illusion. 
we really don't have control over what happens next or next or next, which is really unsettling and really empowering. I hope today that you felt like this felt like a little bit of hope, even though it was kind of like, I don't even know, a hope crap sandwich, (laughs) because there's a lot of other stuff in there. But ultimately, the hope is that we always have the opportunity to choose love. We always have the opportunity to tap into something that is higher and greater than what we are in at any current moment. It's really just always there for us. I promise you that I don't always understand this, but when I do, it is the most free I ever feel on planet Earth. So I hope I can give you a tiny, you've ever sent a little meme? You want a little bit of my sunshine? Okay, well, there it is. I wish you a glorious day. And if not a glorious day, a glorious minute. Thank you for spending this time with me. Next week, I will come back with another episode that's going to be more centered on the real world, homecoming New Orleans. It's going to be the end of the season and I wanted to take some time to talk with you about it. I thought that would be really fun and interesting. Also, uh, for those of you who are interested in that conversation, I'm going to post question stickers on my Instagram so that hopefully I could answer some questions that you might have. But like I said, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna keep it out of the mud to the best of our abilities. I love you all. I wish you a great day and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Do you know what I've missed? What I've missed probably the most over the last couple of years? It's that deep connection, especially that deep connection that would happen over dinner, over a beautiful bottle of wine. So this year, personally, I have made a commitment to make my moments. And that is the tagline of my favorite winery, 1111 Wines. 1111 is a luxury brand and a female-run winery. They focus on connections, bringing people together, and just that essence of synchronicity. They believe in being present while you enjoy wine and food and company. And doesn't that sound so good right now? I love giving 1111 wine as a gift it just hits in a really special way. When you get a box of 1111 wine on your doorstep, there is no person that I know that would be sad about that. I love doing this for holiday gifts, which guys, it's gonna come upon us really fast. So, you know, get on top of that. Corporate gifts, or sometimes just celebrating your friends and loved ones. And, and people, reminder, you can get gifts for yourself. We can do things for ourselves. That's really important. There are 14 small production varietals in the wine portfolio. All of them I have tried and all of them I love. So today, don't wait. Go to 1111wines.com and get something special for yourself because it's time to make your moment. If I told you all the awards that Vintner's Daughter has won, we could be here for an hour. Glamour, bizarre, town and country, pop sugar. They say things like best beauty product, best skincare, best essence, best serum. And when you try this legendary duo, I think you're going to be a fan too. The active treatment essence 
and the Active Botanical Serum have earned their spot at the table. I know I'm gonna sound like the proud mom at the school play, but I have to tell you, there are some really important pieces to purchasing Vintner's Daughter. You know, all products don't come the same. There are certain companies that go that extra mile and Vintner's Daughter is one of them. It's not just about the product anymore. It's about what the company does. And this company is committed to their social impact. They are committed to sustainability. They are vegan. They are cruelty-free. This is a clean beauty product. There's no toxins in this product. It is carbon neutral. It has the highest classification that you can get for green certification, and they are on the cusp of becoming a B Corp. Guys, if you don't know what a B Corp is, you have to go see how incredibly hard it is to become a B Corp and the commitment that a company makes when they've reached that pinnacle. I believe in investing in things that make a difference, and Vintner's Daughter will make a difference in your skin, and they're also making a difference in the world. Vintner's Daughter believes in a fewer is better approach. When you go to their website, you're not going to see hundreds of products. You're going to see two. Go to vintnersdaughter.com today. That is V-I-N-T-N-E-R-S daughter.com. They offer two-day complimentary shipping and they have a subscription program where you will get your sixth bottle for free. You guys, you are going to thank me later. Have you ever heard the saying, health is wealth. Health is wealth. That saying never really resonated with me until the last couple of years. Until I realized that when you don't feel good, everything starts to fall apart. Everything becomes harder. Well, I have a solution for you. My friend and owner and creator of Blueberry Nutrition, Joanne Schell, who has already helped women across America to find self-love and reshape their lives through her healthy habits practice. Joanne creates custom programs for every single individual client. Her programs are based in behavioral science, and it will give each individual person a new playbook of healthy habits they can implement immediately. Here's the thing about Jo. Yeah, I said Jo instead of Joanne, because you'll call her Jo too, is that she is kind, she's clear, she's compassionate. You get all of this incredible information over the phone or Zoom. You don't even have to leave your house. So for me, my personal recommendation would be to do the online Nexus program. This can be used for just a quick attitude shift. And I love this idea of an attitude shift because a lot of these techniques and tools are all going to come from how we think. This is why it fits perfectly with our flow protocols. I know how this goes. As soon as the holidays come around, everything that you need or want is gonna go onto the back burner. So if I were you, I would get on board, go to blueberry-nutrition.com and start this wellness journey for yourself today. You guys, we get to sign up. We can sign up today. You can buy a session and you are going to get 10% off when you use code FLOW, F-L-O-W. Again, that is blueberry hyphen or dash nutrition.com where you can sign up and start your journey today. I have a soft spot for Margaret Webb because she's a friend. She's a sponsor of Flow. And she's also a person who has helped me navigate complicated issues with my middle child. My middle child has severe anxiety and Margaret has helped me come up with tangible ways that I can ease his suffering as well as put more joy into our household overall. 
When your child is struggling from being on a different developmental timeline, it can feel very alone and isolating. Margaret currently has a self-guided class on her website called Parenting the Child You Didn't Expect. It's a really powerful course. It has 10 sessions inside of the course and you can download it and you can do it on your own timeline. She's also offering flow participants a free session. If you go to her website, Margaret Webb, that's two B's, margaretweblifecoach.com and you go to one-on-one sessions, click on it and you will see an option for a free flow session. So if you've gone through the self-guided class and you want to keep doing more, I highly recommend reaching out. margaretweblifecoach.com and I promise you won't feel alone.